Welcome to Real Black Contents Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to go over a video. Um, a man is shooting into a home. And in this home, you know, there's adults and their children. And all of this takes place in the city of Detroit on the west side. Right? So, we got everything on camera. The video is queued up. We're going to play it. But it's graphic because it's gun violence. So, the video is like 30 seconds long. We're going to play it twice. And then we're going to come back and have a conversation. But um, let's run the video now. All right, and we're back. Thank you guys so much for viewing the video. It was hard to watch. Um, Gun violence. And in my estimate, what we just witnessed was mental health issues. That's what we just seen. It's 2020, family, and we can't play this game. That everybody is tough in these inner cities. That's not the reality. We have to start confronting what's really going on in our neighborhoods. Whether it's the inner city of Chicago where you can see 60 to 70 people get shot per weekend. Or the city of Detroit, the same thing happens here. Or Philadelphia or whatever other city that's supposed to be tough out here. What we're really witnessing is mental illness running rampant among black Americans that's in these inner cities. That's all we are really witnessing. And it's political. I'm going to show you the political angle to this, right? I'm going to read the story because this shooting has been covered by the Detroit News. So we're going to read what the press had to say. But before we even get to what the press has to say. We have to start identifying deeper issues that's going on. Now, there's another way we can look at it because the messenger, Elijah Muhammad, always said that he didn't think that black Americans was ready to even own firearms. He said we wasn't ready. Too much poison in us. Even though my value system is a little different. Uh, typically, you know, vote conservative values and that Second Amendment is a big deal because 
If you identify yourself as a black American that is a descendant of the plantation, which I do, then you always have to keep firearms in my estimate to make sure that your family is safe and you don't go back to those fields. That's just how I look at it. You have to make sure as a man that you're heavily armed to protect your family. Now, going back to what the messenger said, though, all black men, black people in general, wasn't ready to own firearms because, again, there was so much poison of hate inside of us that if you give a people firearms and you don't teach them who the enemy is, eventually they begin to look at each other as the enemy. So now let's go back to the video. We seen the person rushing to the car. He retrieves a firearm. He goes back and then he discharges firearm into a home that people is currently residing at. There's two adults and there's children in the home. And he's literally shooting inside of this home that's occupied. So now on the legal side of things, we say, okay, wow. Two people just threw their life away. They're going to hit him with some time because that's going to be called premeditated. Believe me when I tell you, that's called premeditated. When you go to the car and you come back, they're going to call that premeditated. And then they're going to call that aiding and abetting because a young lady drove off with him in the car. So that's a bunch of legal charges there. But we're going to come back to the political end of it because... We have to start identifying mental health. So let's take a look at what the uh, press had to say. But again, we're going to have to start identifying mental health issues. Listen, nobody in their right mind is discharging a firearm. Listen now, just listen to me. Discharging a firearm in an occupied dwelling in the middle of the day, broad daylight now, and jump in the car. And think they're going to get away like this is 1860 or something. That means that elevator is not going all the way upstairs. It's not going all the way upstairs. Something is short. And we constantly are re-singing this imagery replay over and over and over again. And we just hang our hat on these guys are just tough. And they're not tough. The Detroit News says man and woman arrested after argument and Detroit ends in gunfire, right? An argument on Detroit's west side Sunday morning ended with gunfire and the arrest of the two suspects, police said. The fight was reported about 9.30 a.m. Sunday on the block of Margarita, which is south of Seven Mile and west of the Southfield Freeway. Police said that 21-year-old man and a 26-year-old woman arrived there to confront a 23-year-old woman at her home. But that woman's 31-year-old boyfriend was also at the home. The four argued, and the argument turned physical. Police said that the 21-year-old man pulled a gun and fired shots at the home, which had two small kids inside. No one inside or outside the home was hit. Good deal. Thank God he was a bad shot. That worked out in our favor this time. After the shots were fired, the man and woman fled in a white Pontiac, but the police found the Pontiac and arrested the pair less than a mile south of the shooting scene. 
in the area of Sunderland and West Outer Drive. Police recovered the weapon during the arrest. Both are in jail in Detroit Detention Center pending possible criminal charges. All right, and that's from the Detroit News, and we discussed this earlier about these charges could potentially be premeditated because uh, if you make an act and then you make another act and then they can show legally that there was some space where you could have thought that out, they call that premeditated. And they take that premeditated charge and they give you more time. Now, let's, let's talk about the political aspect of this now. Again, let's really think about this because it's 2020 and everybody seems to be engaged politically, right? We have all these mail-in ballots and all these long lines and everybody just donating funds. So I created some content earlier this week and I was talking about the budget, the city's budget. Now, in this city, my city, the city of Detroit, the taxpayers raised $824 million dollars. It's important that black Americans not only just drop that ballot, we have to be aware of what the city's budget is every year. Every fiscal year that it come out, we have to be aware. And I'm going to show you how the budget ties into these inner cities. The city of Detroit in taxes and utilities paid $824 million and this money goes downtown. When you hear the term politician, I want you to think the money keeper. That's what the politician, he's the money keeper, he or she. We have to be reeducated. The money keeper, the steward over the money. So this money goes downtown. This big bag of money goes downtown every year. And when this money hits downtown, the mayor, which is a politician, he's the money keeper. He's the executive over these funds. Now, more funds is added to the pot. It's some federal dollars, and it could be some grants for this and grants for that, but it's okay. We're just talking about what the taxpayers raise. And he get a chance to take that money, the mayor, and be a steward over that money so that money can go back into the city to help the residents. Now, I'm going to tie the politics into what we just seen. We witnessed... A man in broad daylight shoot into a home. Everybody's watching. Then go into a car and drive off like he was going to get away and just ride into the sunset like he's on a movie of some sort. He's not sharp. I'm not making his defense, but I'm just telling you, these guys are not sharp. Many of these guys in the inner city are dealing with mental illness and they're dealing with also a form of PTSD because people are constantly being shot and being assaulted and they have a no snitch code. So that means that all of this pressure is just you stuck with it. There's no way to relieve it. So now watch this. Bullets are going into the home. There's two adults there and then there's children in the home. Counseling is needed now. Counseling is needed but guess what? That counseling is just not there. That counseling is just not there. Now, let's look at the aggressors. There's some anger management issues there. According to Detroit News, they drove there to purposely confront these people. And her boyfriend just so happened to be there 
The argument went up. Then there was some gunplay. Something is off when we're up early in the morning on a Sunday and we're driving to somebody's home to confront them. That means counseling is needed on that end also. Whether they're aggressive or not, counseling is needed. Repair is needed on both ends. Now, let's go back to the political. The city of Detroit kicked up $824 million in property taxes and in utilities. And there's nowhere in the community where they can get these resources to get help. So what we do is let these politicians, let these money keepers run off with the money and they don't build the adequate structures and put them in place that we can get the help that we need. And since we don't get the help that we need, we hide behind this fake imagery of see everybody is tough in the inner cities. See, he's tough. She's tough. They're tough in Philly. They're tough in Flint. They're tough in Compton. They're tough in Dallas. That's not tough. That's stupid. You think a real intelligent assassin is going to go and pull out a firearm in broad daylight? Everybody's watching. I mean, you can see, like, the individual that got all this on camera, he's just holding the camera. Like, he's just watching the whole thing play out. Early in the morning on a Sunday. So many things going on in the world. This is what we're witnessing. This real spill. We got a lot of mental health issues going on in the city. And when our people, black American men especially, where's the recourse? Where's the structure in place that we can handle all this mental baggage? Where's the structure in place that the sisters can handle all this mental baggage? It's just not there. We got to understand that we're not begging nobody downtown for our money. That's your money. Your communities need counseling centers. And when you like the people in the city of Detroit, we down there paying a billion dollars in taxes and utilities. <laughs> this is why it's a overnight job to keep you politically ignorant and to give you symbolism. Give you a black face in office. Give you some black faces locally. Hell, they even gave you a, a almost black face on the national level with Kamala Harris. And then you're just happy with that. And then you go back to your neighborhoods and you have to deal with this. What about the people that witness it? They need healing. There's no structure there. So what we do is we pay all these taxes... We vote for all these people that get in place, they get all these six-figure jobs. We're just happy that they're there, this symbolism. And we deal with this type of assault mentally over and over and over again. And then there's no recourse, there's no structures put in place that we can get the help that we need while we're witnessing fights and shootings and stabbings 
and breaking and enterings and we see the aggressors and we see the person that's victims and even the witnesses this situation affected three people the victims the aggressors and the witnesses now since we all seen it we all need some repair and when you don't get the repair you just bury what you just witnessed inside of you and there's piles and piles and mountains of damage and it's time that we stand up and get the structures put in place in our neighborhoods that we can get help because it's 2020 we can't hide behind everybody's just tough anymore that's played out peace and black power to your family thank you guys so much for listening Thank you guys so much for hanging out, man. Real Black Heart to the Forum Podcast. I get it with you guys later. Peace.